0: The world needs heroes to protect us from bad takes. There once was a man named Paul who said that Star Trek was better than Star Wars, and we can't stand for this type of injustice. Join the fight against bad takes and support the show over at squad.com. But Josh, I'm scared of Patreon, but still want to help. What can I do? Well, future hero, you can now subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and get amazing rewards like two bonus episodes each week, early access and ad-free episodes. Paul said it's more so that you don't have to listen to my terrible intros anymore, but we all know how bad his takes are. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are very excited to have you guys here with us today as we release two podcasts every week where we break down gaming. And today, on Thursday, we will be covering This Week in Gaming, where we talk a little bit about what we've been playing lately and also some recent gaming news Please make sure to subscribe in Apple Podcasts or to support us on Patreon by visiting MultiplayerSquad.com. And also, if you want to come join the Squadmates community, you can come join us in Discord completely for free. There is a link in the episode description, and you can come hang out with other listeners of the show. And also, you can hang out with me and Josh, as we are also active on there. And, you know, I guess that's a spoiler alert here. Normally I, I introduce you in a, in a funny way here, Josh, but we've already dropped your name. So, uh, why don't you say hello to the people?
0: Hello, people. <laughs> Paul, I, I'm a little <laughs> underwhelmed. <laughs> that was not,
1: that was not my best intro, but you know, that, that's okay. We'll roll with it.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, come join the, the community. I, mean, I I'll say this, our Discord. Has been hopping. We have some amazing people in there. Everybody that joins the Discord has said, this is the best gaming community that I have ever seen. And it's true. Like, I'm not trying to hype it. It's free, right? Like, normally, I'd be like, hey, let's shill this a little bit to the people. Right? (laughs) Right. But I'm telling you, man, if you're a gamer, and you're listening to the show, just join. You know, we have people that lurk that, you know, chime in every now and then. Hey, totally okay. But we have just the best group of people that this is what, like, gamers should be, right? Like, we do not... They're not toxic. You know, they're not the the kind of gamers that we all despise. You know, it's just... It's a very good group. We're playing together, man. We're playing Splitgate. We're playing Rocket League. We're playing Overwatch. Like, it's just a great place to hang out, chat games, play games with cool people, I I can't recommend it enough.
1: Yeah, it is a very nice community. There's always some good-natured ribbing or trolling here or there. It very rarely gets toxic. The only time it ever does is when we get into those stupid arguments about Star Wars. So it's very funny that it's not even related to gaming. It's never been toxic in that regard. But yeah, we'd love to have you guys come join. Now... As far as what we've been playing lately this week, Josh, I don't know if you have anything here to really talk about, but I was busy playing a little game called
0: Her Story. Now, is this one that you have have heard of? I have heard of this game. I have seen because it looks like a live video, right? Is that the game I'm thinking of? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I have heard good things about this game. I have never seen it in action ever, but I've heard good things. So you've actually been playing it. Yeah, well, I bought it and it's a very short
1: game. So I beat it in my first sit down and I was really just in the mood to play another story based game because our next deep dive, I believe, is going to be about 12 minutes. And That's a I game, not know the that. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the game, not length. And so I just kind of had like a little bit of a bug for some more story-based games. So I won't share all the details because I did a Quick Take episode that'll be releasing soon. I don't want to like rehash all of the same stuff. But it's a super clever game because you are basically reviewing seven different police, I guess, interrogations of a woman, and you don't really know the story or know what happened. And the entire game, I kid you not, is just using a search bar, which does not sound fun, but it's actually really cool. So the game starts you out searching for murder, and it like pulls a up search? any... Like Yes, it's like a Google search. And so the game starts you out with searching for murder, and it pulls up the top five results of when this woman uses the word murder in these interrogations. And then she might mention someone's name... So, oh, I wonder who that is. So you punch in the name and then it pulls up five different times that she mentioned it. And so you kind of like watch all of these videos out of order and it weaves together this really interesting story with like twists and turns. And if you use certain search terms, you might like kind of stumble into stuff you're you're, you're that you're not really supposed to know about yet. But even that is fun because it all ends up tying together in the end. But yeah, basically the whole game is just like cleverly using the search engine But that one falls in that category of like interactive movie kind of game. But I ended up having a blast with that, and I'm—I mean, I'm already done and I uninstalled it. I I did—I do joke in the quick take episode that you might be able to beat the game in less than two hours, and you could probably get a Steam refund. Oh man, (laughs) because it's so short. But I really liked it. Uh, Is there anything that you've really been playing, or is it mostly just
0: preparation for the next show? Um. You know, first of all, I love a good story-based game, man. These are the games that they don't ever really catch the limelight, but they're such a good palate cleanser. You know what I mean? Like, every now and then, I love a good story game. Uh, You know, what's eating Edith... Or It's not what... uh, Edith Finch. (laughs) What's what's eating Edith's grape? (laughs) Right? I know. (laughs) Okay, I just I completely <laughs> slaughtered. It's not, it's, oh my goodness, what's Eating Gilbert Grape? What's The Disappearance of Edith Finch? What? I don't know, uh, man. All right, on, on a tangent,
1: when I used to work at the movie theater, one of my favorite running jokes is that people would always mash the names of two movies together. And I just remember laughing so hard because people would come in and be like, I need two tickets for Tomb Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And, and oh man, there's nothing funnier to me than mashing up okay. titles like that.
0: It's what remains of Edith Finch. And now there I feel even worse because eating and remains don't go together. <laughs> no. <laughs> that awful. So, um but anyway, yes, I love a good story game. Firewatch is five bucks. You can pick that game up for. It. It's amazing. Play that game if you haven't. But dude, this is weird because I have been playing a ton of Hearthstone again. Like, no lie. I, I, I'm i in the Hearthstone duels thing. It's just, I'm super busy with work and Hearthstone's one of those games where I can kind of leave it running, pay attention to it for like 20 seconds to take my turn and then go focus on something else, you know, while that's happening. So it's like the perfect game to have going in the background. And I just been cracking on it a little bit, man. Like to the tune of probably like... Eight to ten games a day for the last oh, week yeah. or so. I don't know why, but it's just I've been having fun with it, man. It's one of those games where it's always good. It really is. There's a reason where it's at on our leaderboard, and it's just an entertaining game. I know we were heavy into the Battlegrounds part of it for a while, but I've been doing the duels because you can really build out some crazy decks. Um, but yeah, that's other than that, it's prep for for the show for upcoming games that we're going to talk about
1: yeah those along with the old faithfuls overwatch rocket league those never grow out of style with us no, so never. those are always getting some love
0: Yep.
1: all right well let's talk about a little bit of gaming news josh i think this first one will be right up your alley oh, it's but...
0: my it's my alley paul
1: <laughs> you know i i know that you really love melee style combat you love games that are like Eastern, like Ghost of Tsushima and mm-hmm. things like that. So, Black Myth Wukong... Ooh. Uh,
0: that, we got every time a- you say it, I'm just going to go, whoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we got a 12-minute video, I guess, of like... Not a 12-minute chunk, but like 12 minutes of various gameplay footage in the game. And I guess I'll just kind of toss it to you. Do you want to talk yes. a little bit about what this game is? Oh,
0: man. So, okay. So, Black Myth Wukong Ooh. is a... Melee combat, a very Dark Souls-ish style with an amazing art style to it. Um, there's been a lot of videos. Now, this game is still pretty far from release. Uh, they're talking a 2023 release date right now, Oof. which is far away, right? But this game <laughs> looks like it's ready to release. Now, what this latest video did is they've transitioned to Unreal Engine 5. And if you are not familiar with Unreal Engine 5, this is all the crazy life-like tech demos that have come out where unreal engine five is almost photorealistic like some of the stuff they can do in that is unbelievable and so this black myth game transitioned and they said look we're switching to unreal engine five from whatever they were using before and they were showing off some of the gameplay and the graphics for it and it's mind-blowing man it's like the fluidity of this game. Now it uses like Asian mythology and stuff like that. Like your guy's kind of like a m- monkey guy, you know, you're like half human, half monkey or something like that. But, um, I don't know all the story in the background, but it's, I mean, everything in this game is you fighting some unbelievable boss type creature. I know that you can get like weapons and powers from them when you defeat them. Uh, you know, but it's, it's incredible. This is one that you have to watch the videos. Like if you're listening and you're going, I don't know what he's talking about. Like just Google it because there is a lot of gameplay videos, which is really cool. Right. Cause most games just give you the little cinematic trailers or they'll release, like a 30 second. And that tells you nothing, right? Like you're just, yeah. I don't know what this game is. I don't care that you have like a cartoon character that said something in a trailer, right? This is all about the gameplay portion. So look up the videos. It looks unbelievable. Like, I would say without playing the game that it looks better than any Dark Souls game that I have seen. And I'm a huge fan of Dark Souls and, you know, Sekiro and stuff like that. So, you know, that's big words coming from me. Obviously, this game could flop and it could suck. But for what it looks like right now, I am blown away and I cannot wait.
1: It definitely looks gorgeous. I mean, that's indisputable. I don't know if the final product is going to look like this. We've seen a lot of demos
0: oh, in the past suck, man?
1: <laughs> where it looks great and you never really know what it's going to look like. If it looks like this, I'll, I'll be shocked, to be honest. And most people won't be able to run it at that level of detail. But watching this trailer on my 4K monitor was beautiful, and I really love that there's a crazy minimal heads-up display in the game. You have a a couple of very small meters in the bottom left, a couple of cooldowns or something that you can see in the bottom right, and if you fight a boss, there's like a health bar. And so it really lets you kind of just focus on the beauty of the world, which I thought was very neat. I I will poke fun of one thing in the trailer. It's completely in Chinese with Chinese subtitles, (laughs) and then (laughs) underneath the Chinese subtitles... (laughs) They have the English subtitles, right now. These subtitles are all the way on the bottom. I'm already having trouble looking at them because I want to look at the gameplay. But the entire middle third of the trailer, they just like deleted the English subtitles. Okay, I guess. You like, that what too, happened right? to them?
0: <laughs> they're not there. They're, it's only in Chinese. I kept waiting for the English translations because they're yeah. right. There's like a four minute segment right in the yes. middle where there's the <laughs> no Chinese clue what saying. or the you know the subtitles, <laughs> and I'm going like. I don't read Chinese. Where's the English? And they don't. They don't translate it at all.
1: (laughs) They're teaching you about all these things about the Chinese myths that this game is built on. I'm like, okay, that's kind of neat. Like, this is unexplored in video gaming. I don't know anything about, you know, ancient Chinese myths like this. But, yeah, I had no idea. So then, finally, when it was over, I start scrolling through the comments, and sure enough, someone said... Hey, I don't know what happened to those subtitles, but since I I know Chinese, here's what they say. And so they actually typed it all out for people. Oh, that way wow. they could at least read through it. Kudos to yeah. that guy.
0: Yeah, that, I did <laughs> notice that. That's funny that you noticed that, too, because I just was lost oh, yeah. for a few minutes there. No idea at
1: all what was going on in that second, third. But yeah, so this game has very mythical-type creatures. Like, you look human-like but you're certainly not human and there's like a statue that like jumps into life and then you're half monkey half person and then you kind of get like the first several minutes where they show a boss battle of you and i'm just gonna call it a monkey boss yeah uh now how did you notice any strange attacks that this monkey boss does on you poop at you He vomits on you you? or something.
0: He does something. Yes. There's things coming out of ends that you don't want it to come out of.
1: All bodily fluids are being used (laughs) as a weapon by this monkey. He One of the earliest attacks is he vomits all over the person. And I was like, that's kind of strange. Like, this game looks very serious because as far as, like, brutal combat. And it does not look like it's going to be an easy game. There's tons of dodging and all kinds of stuff. And then he vomits on you. And then later, he, like, hits the monkey the monkey's kind of too far away. And then as he runs up, the monkey turns around and farts on him. And then I was like, I don't know what to make of this hey. game now. Like brutal combat, but fart attacks.
0: I, it was very <laughs> That's strange. That's brutal, Paul. That, that still qualifies yeah. as brutal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it, it, yeah, it, it's his strategy to distract you, right? For his next physical attack. But yeah, I mean, this game's also got half bird, half man. Oh, that thing was creepy looking, man. That talk this to is, you, yeah. This it's like a fly, it, yeah.
0: And then it that was, was the head thing. of
1: a human, the body of a bird.
0: But then it transitions into like you're now a bat. Like I think and you're that's flying? part of the mythology of this game is that you can transform your character at certain times to certain things. And, like I said, there's been other gameplay videos where I know you can get abilities and weapons from the bosses that you fight. Like, one point you're fighting this gigantic werewolf looking thing. Like, the, the bosses in this game look incredible. Um, so, there's special moves. You can extend your weapons. The combat looks incredible. But, yeah, it definitely seems like they're going for a lot of variation in things. Like, they had that one flying scene where you're chasing the world's ugliest bird because he looks like he's half. <laughs> Buddha half par or parrot or something I don't know man something yeah I don't either it's definitely fantastical creatures um, but I love that stuff you know it's a very uh, like fantasy type setting but it's all rooted in like Chinese mythology.
1: Did you see that like thirteen foot bear with like the
0: giant red eye? Oh yeah, <laughs> like some of that stuff looked really cool. Like, how do you fight that though? Right? I like, don't even that's know. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, it it looks like this game will be brutally hard combat wise too. I think it's going to follow the vein of like you know Dark Souls, Sekiro, Bloodstained, or Bloodborne. I think uh, you know those type of games. But I love those kind of games, so it's right up my alley. Um, unfortunately, it seems like we're going to have a really long wait.
1: Yeah, crazy long wait, which is exactly what we say not to do because you end up having too much hype, and it kind of feels like there's nowhere to go but down. I'm already hyped. so I'll be kind of curious to see the the one thing that I didn't go crazy about that almost everyone else did was the snow. I kind of felt like this is already in Red Dead Redemption too, like they've already got the fantastic footprints in the snow, and you see the piles of snow fall in if you you know walk through it. So I mean, that part I thought was was neat. I did think that the snow in the air was maybe a little distracting because there's like 7,000 snowflakes continually flying across the screen that I wasn't so crazy about, but everything else is especially beautiful in the backgrounds. Like you see these mountains at a distance that are incredibly detailed. It seems like with this engine, there's just an unlimited draw distance on everything and it all looks amazing
0: yeah it really does watch the videos that's really gonna do this some justice and i'm already hyped i'm trying not to be but i am and i know that that's bad um <laughs> yeah. but i i love this type of game it's the kind of game that i will play until i finish i really get excited for them it's just fun gameplay i love mythology stuff so we'll, we'll see i mean they're not shy about releasing videos about it which makes me very encouraged um You know, they don't even have to have a story, man. The the whole game so far just seems like you're fighting like 100 different bosses. And I'm okay with that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, even the one little segment where they're kind of fighting like the statues that come to life, even that they kind of like ran past most of them. But yeah, I'm very curious to see more in the future. This is not the style of combat that I enjoy. But I did think that the game looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. And we've got to wait a whole year and a half minimum, maybe even a full two years. I mean, who knows? All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a brief break here and hear from one of our sponsors.
0: Look, gaming is a hobby. And like any great hobby, you need the best tools possible. There's a reason you never see pros using shoddy gear. And it's no different when it comes to gaming. Logitech provides some of the best peripherals in all the gaming world. That's why they've partnered with us to bring you into the same world as the pros. Head over to multiplayerpodcast.com/slash logitech and marvel at the gear you've been missing. Do yourself a favor and stop using those cheap mice and keyboards. Get yourself a great headset and hear what you've been missing. Logitech is where it's at, and now you know where to go to get the best gear out there. Now back to the best podcast out there. Shazam. All
1: right, Josh. We're back. Let's talk a little bit about Call of Duty Vanguard. we got a new COD on the horizon. This one comes out much sooner than 2023. This one comes out on November 5th.
0: Ooh, I could care less, (laughs) Paul.
1: (laughs) <laughs> wow. Well, no love for COD. I, I feel like you enjoyed Black Ops Cold War. I did. Is it that you're not interested going back to World War II or you've just already moved into Battlefield I'm in, mind? I'm in a hundred percent Battlefield
0: tunnel vision. Oh, okay. Give me 2042. <laughs> Give me our, you know, all of our friends playing it, our Discord server playing it. Give me, you know, everything that I love about Battlefield. Um, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, I, I, I'm famously, I have admitted that I did not play Call of Duty, right? Black Ops Cold War was the first Call of Duty that I ever played. I thought it yeah. was a phenomenal game. It ranks very high in our, our you know, our leaderboard. Um, it's a great shooter, but I just enjoy what Battlefield has to offer. Now, I'm not talking about Battlefield 5 and 1 because those kind of sucked, Um, but... I'm just kind of over the World War II thing. I'm over the Call of Duty being in World War II thing. I just don't. But you didn't play any of them. I didn't. I know, (laughs) right? And it's just, but But I've seen so many of them, right? (laughs) Like it's
1: just there. There, there are so many World War II video games. It it does kind of feel like, oh, we're doing this again. Like I remember there was a short period of time where there was like Day of Defeat. Medal of Honor, Battlefield 1942, Call of Duty, and all of them were set in World War II. And it felt like every first person shooter was at that time in history. I don't know why we don't get a little bit more of it. Like I know Battlefield did Vietnam and not everyone loved it, but you know, running around with shotguns in the jungle, I thought it was kind of neat. You know, I, I kind of feel like we have more to explore than just World War Two. But at the same time, those were some of my favorite Call of Duties way back. The very first one I ever bought was Call of Duty 2, which was a World War II version of it. But, uh, I guess there's a new Warzone map. Does that interest you at all? No, I haven't played Warzone in no, forever. Yeah, I-, I mean, honestly, me
0: it's, it's one of those things where I, the, the only excitement that I have from all of this Call of Duty news is that They're all starting to work together. So I was reading this article talking about Vanguard, how the Vanguard map is going to be in Call of Duty Warzone and these like three different studios are all developing this stuff. Warzone is finally releasing like a better anti-cheat because I have seen the control. cheaters just out of control in that game. I don't watch a lot of like Twitch streamers and stuff, but I mean, I do know the famous ones and it's like even they're getting frustrated and moving on because of the number of hackers and stuff. So it's kind of like you need to address this and it sounds like they finally are. I I, I don't have anything against the Call of Duty franchise. Like I, they're amazing games. Like there's a reason that they're so stinking popular. It's just that I've always been a Battlefield guy and you're talking about, Call of Duty Vanguard versus Battlefield 2042, this is like a 1 versus a 10 for me, because I, I just don't have any interest in Vanguard knowing that 2042 is going to be there.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Josh. So the article that I read said that this will release a brand new mode called Champion Hills, which is an eight-team extravaganza where the players battle down to the last remaining team. Does that sound like a new mode to you, Josh? Or does this just sound like Battle Royale? That
0: is groundbreaking. (laughs) Wait a minute. So you're saying you put a bunch of people in the same map. Yeah, eight teams. Eight teams. And they battle down to one. uh, To one team? And then does that one team like win?
1: They win. This is a brand new mode, Josh. Call of Duty's never done this before. You know what this sounds
0: like? This almost sounds like Hunger Games or something, Paul, to where there's one victor. They should really think about that as a game genre. It kind of (laughs) sounds like Call of Duty Warzone. I think think (laughs) what they meant
1: (laughs) meant was, well, no, we've even had Battle Royales in Call of Duty before. I don't know why they call this a new mode. but It's a new name for the same (laughs) mode. It's not even that great of a name, but that did make me chuckle. Well, I was like, that's not you know new. what they
0: said that else is getting introduced in Vanguard, Paul? This is amazing new technology, is destructible environments. You yeah. can shoot through bookcases now, Paul. Cool. Great. Bookcases. You can shoot people through bookcases and maybe some windows. Like I'm you know, sorry. I- but if this is what you're advertising as your new features in your game... Like, Just, just roll with it, man. Be like Madden, right? Where it's like Madden 22 is still going to have Madden 21 on the banners in the stadiums because everybody knows you've just reskinned a few things and released it. And the people that want that are fine with it, but like you can't try to sell these new modes as something that are new when they're not. That did make me laugh. If
1: you're going to play a game where everything is destructible, that's one thing, but don't brag that, Hey, if you like you can shoot. A bookshelf and it's gonna fall apart. Nobody cares. You're not running around shooting bookshelves in Call of Duty anyway. So But they have a cool
0: they have a cool term for it, Paul. It's called reactive environments. Oh yeah, see here, I gotta read this, right? Reactive environments allow players to blow out bookcases, walls, boards, and windows to create additional sight lines, making once safe locations dangerous and keeping the game dynamic.
1: This is stuff that's been around forever. I mean, Rainbow Six Siege, you can bust out windows and shoot through walls and and everything. But, you know, I'm a little higher on this than you are. I like Call of Duty more than you. I don't feel a split loyalty between Battlefield and Call of Duty. I think they're both good. I don't crack out over either when they come out, but I, I do tend to pick it up and play it. I will say I'm slightly more excited about Battlefield, but I honestly think that's only because you're more excited about Battlefield. Hey, if it's good, And I know we'll have fun. <laughs> that's
0: fine, Paul. As long as I can infect <laughs> yeah. you, that's all I care about.
1: Yep. All right. Well, let's move on here. This might be my favorite story of the week. Fortnite, your favorite game. Mm. I'm on, on record, not liking it as much, but that's okay. You're free to love Fortnite, but they released a new imposters mode that. Once again, kind of like how Call of Duty Champion Hills sounds like Battle Royale, this sounds an awful lot like Among
0: Us. Oh, you mean it's like Among Us or it is Among Us? (laughs) It (laughs) is is (laughs) Among Us. It's 100% a complete and total ripoff of Among Us. They didn't even try to change it, Paul.
1: Josh, how many players are in Fortnite Imposters? Ten. How many imposters are there out of the 10?
0: <laughs> One or two, depending on game mode. Uh, two? yeah. Is this, Ugh.
1: do you, do you run around and have to complete objectives? And if you complete them all, you win. Yeah.
0: Oh, Paul. And if you're the imposter, if you kill everyone else, you win. Yeah. Did I mention that the map is a direct ripoff of the, <laughs> the
1: map It from looks Among very, Us? it looks very similar. Now I, I did love that the Among Us development team are not above. Sarcastic barbs on Twitter, and so I i did. I did really like the one where they said it would have just been great to collaborate. Yes, <laughs> that was like that was like all it basically said. There, I'm paraphrasing. There was maybe a few extra words there, but I was like, yeah, they. I mean, Fortnite partners with everybody. We have some of the stupidest skins ever in Fortnite. I kind of feel like they could have at least given them a shout out and said hey, we worked in collaboration with Among Us. It's
0: just terrible, man. It really, like, you know, we're not fans of Fortnite. I feel like Fortnite, thankfully, is losing ground in, you know, that arena or whatever. But this is one of the reasons why, is because you can't just directly rip off a game and then try to make it seem like this was your idea. You know, if you want to rip off Among Us, like go to the people and say, hey, we're Fortnite. We collab with everybody because we're money hungry and we want people to buy skins, right? Like there's nothing wrong with that if you admit to it. But I I feel for the Among Us developers, and they did, they took to Twitter and they were doing these kind of little jabs. Like one of them showed the both the maps like side by side. And they look almost identical, even in the shape of the rooms. And the, one of the Among Us developers went, Hey, at least they picked up the medbay and moved it to this side of the map, even though the shape of the room is exactly (laughs) the same, you know? And so they were like, at least they tried like question mark, but dude, why would you not go to them and just say, Hey, this is what we're going to do because you can't stop us, but in the effort of seeming like decent people, we want to give you guys some credit or collab, you know, maybe we'll give you 10% of the profits. If you don't, you know, tear us apart on Twitter. I don't know, whatever. It's just, it's very lame to me. It's kind of sad to see. It's just as a gamer, I would not do that. If I was, even if I loved Fortnite, it's one of those things where it's like, you got to give credit to where the credit is like play among us, man. It's dirt cheap. It's free on mobile. I think you can pick the game up for five bucks on PC if you want you know, it's just it's tough because as gamers, we need to support the people that are doing the right things and we can't really support the people that are doing the wrong things. And so, i you know, it's, it's just kind of crappy a Fortnite to do, in my opinion. Yeah, it's tough
1: because it's not like it's copyright infringement or anything. Among Us said, we intentionally did not seek any copyrights over this type of mode or these terms like imposter because they said that they want the gaming community to be able to build off those mechanics. But Fortnite even still calls them imposters. Yeah. So it's it's literally not really changing anything at all. I mean, at least make it your own or give them credit. I feel like they were it, it's too similar without giving any credit that it kind of falls right in that worst spot possible for how to handle it.
0: Yeah, it really is. It just makes Fortnite look even worse in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And uh I mean, that's about it, Josh. I mean, we're out of time for today. Uh just as a side note here, Halo Infinite will not have co-op campaign or forge at launch. That's kind that's of a sad. bummer. It's a little sad. I mean, I, I, I mean, most people are playing solo, or they're playing multiplayer. I was going to so. say it's
0: it's all about the multiplayer. I almost wish they would just release multiplayer and say, "Here you go." We're still working on the campaign because, dude, co op campaign is incredible. There is nothing like running through a good campaign with a buddy, right? And so it's like I want that experience in the game. More so than I think I want it like solo. Like It would be super fun to hop in there and run through the campaign with you, right? Give me multiplayer and let that hold people over until you can release the campaign solo and co-op, in my opinion. Because if you release it solo and people play through it, I think it loses some of the magic of the co-op campaign at that point. I mean, maybe yeah, that's just me, it. but... You know.
1: No, it's it's not just you. You want to go through it for the first time with your friend as a shared experience. If I go through it all solo, I'm I don't know that I'm gonna be terribly inclined to play it again with a friend. But then again, who knows? I mean, this is gonna be the first open world Halo. I have no idea what that's even gonna look like. But it is a little bit of a bummer. We'll just have to wait for the co op. But I think we're most excited about multiplayer anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of like meh. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, that's all we got for today. We will be back with a bonus round episode on Monday. We also have a few new Ooh. people to thank who Ooh. joined Patreon. It's going to be some thanks and going so, out. Huge thanks that are going to be going out. And if you want to come help support us in the meantime, you know we would love to have that support. Our podcast is completely funded from supporters who reach out by Apple subscriptions or or on Patreon at multiplayer MultiplayerSquad.com. And if you do pledge on Patreon, you get a shout-out on the show. And so we would love to be able to do that, and it's a way that you can help support, hopefully, one of your favorite podcasts. And then we'll be back with our full-hour episode on Monday. So happy weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. Yep. Have a
0: good one, everybody.